0: This is episode 92 of Off Script with Trish Close, intimate interviews and fun conversations with interesting people in front of my microphone today. I have Guy Tower, a local economist with the Oregon Employment Department. I don't know if this is going to be a necessarily fun conversation, but Guy, thank you for joining me today.
1: I'm glad to be here with you. Uh,
0: and I just want to point out to all of the listeners, this is recorded on Monday. This podcast will go up uh, Wednesday. So again, recorded on uh, Monday, Let's see, March 30th. So things will change as far as our economy goes. Um, Guy, you've been uh, working from home the last several days. You've seen the economy change quite a bit.
1: Yes, we have seen a a market increase in the number of folks um, filing for unemployment insurance uh, with the uh, wide ranging uh, layoffs and closures and furloughs that um, many employees across a lot of industries are seeing right now.
0: Okay, let's back up just a little bit. How long have you been an economist?
1: I've been working for the state of Oregon since 1999, and I've been in this role since about 2001.
0: Okay, what does it mean? (laughs) Define economist. What does that mean for all of us out there who got a D in in economics in college?
1: Um, Basically, we just look at um, how individual uh, decisions affect the overall economy. So if you look at a, a macroeconomic um, scale, that's um, things such as gross domestic product, inflation rates, consumer prices. Uh, at a micro level, that's individual uh, decisions that employees make. Uh, basically, it's the allocation of scarce resources. Um, how do people spend, um, what, they, what they do with their resources, um, how that money circulates through the economy, and so we look at uh, demographic trends and other um, social indicators to look at uh, mm-hmm. spending and wealth and poverty rates and things like that to uh, measure the overall health of uh, the uh, broader economy and at the individual level as well. So uh, looking at all those uh, data points and trying to make sense of it all and uh, looking at uh, where we be headed. And uh, a lot of our data, of course, looks at things um, how they were in the past. So, so for example, Um, tomorrow we'll be releasing our employment data for February. Um, So that was really before all of these COVID-related layoffs and closures happened. Um, So while we call it current employment estimates, um, really it's a little bit backward looking since we'll be looking at the February data, and uh, a lot has changed since then.
0: Right, because that February data is probably going to look pretty decent, right?
1: Um, Yeah, without tipping my hat too much, um, certainly we weren't seeing impacts of these layoffs in the February numbers yet.
0: Sure, okay, so state of unemployment right now, um, a few weeks ago versus right now, what we're seeing today, last week we saw record jobless claims, 3.3 million. I'm sure that number has grown since then, but what's the state um, going off of that data that's gonna be released from February, what's the state of employment now versus what it was just a few weeks ago?
1: Well, in Oregon, for example, we saw um, the week before all of these uh, closures and uh, layoffs and furloughs happened. Statewide, we had about 5,000 initial unemployment insurance claims submitted. Um, The following week, we had about 76,500 initial unemployment insurance claims that were submitted. Um, The data that we have at the county level, the detailed data By industry and at the statewide level, the detail, that is the claims that were processed. So all of the claims that were submitted that week, that 76,500, we processed about 22,800 of those. And of that subset of those 22,800, we parse that out by industry and we also have that detail by county as well. So, for example, in Jackson County, of those processed claims, the week before, we had 198 unemployment insurance claims processed, and at that workload level, um, you know, we likely kept up fairly well. But then the next week, uh, we processed um, over 1,000, about 1,054 unemployment insurance claims. Now, that's not all the claims that were submitted. Uh, once again, statewide, we were able to process about 22,000 of that 76,000 total. So, you have to remember the the jump from 198 to uh, 1,054, that's the subset of total claims that were filed. Those were the ones that were processed where we have detailed data uh, by industry for Jackson County. And we saw similar uh, increases really across the area. Uh, Josephine County, for example, uh, went from 72 initial claims the prior week to 372 initial claims process the week of March
0: Whoa. 21st. Wow. That's an incredible incredible increase. Have have you guys in the employment department seen it this bad before? And I don't know if I bads the right word, but I mean it is bad. Have you seen these kind of numbers before ever?
1: Not not these types of numbers all at once. If you think back to the great recession uh, during the worst week of that downturn and and what happened this time was a little bit different. So if you think about a recession, usually things start to get worse and they'll, they'll hit a low point and then gradually improve. Well, this was just an all at once. When, when the executive order was issued to um, close uh, dining rooms and uh, bars uh, in restaurants, that just put a whole lot of people out at work at one time. So um, really unprecedented in terms of the spike in one week. Uh, but also, I think what's um, a, a bit surprising to me was looking at it wasn't just restaurants or it wasn't just retail trade. We really saw the increase in claims across a lot of industries just in that one week. So that was the, the part that really um, uh, was a little bit surprising to me. For example, in the um, healthcare and social assistance sector, uh, we saw about a 400% increase over the week, in, in claim seventh or fourteenth, and then 139 claims uh, in the healthcare and social assistance. So I think a lot of that has to do with um, clinics and offices having to cancel elected procedures or dentists um, right. possibly being only open for emergency surgeries. So uh, really, this wide-ranging um, effect across a lot of industries, just in our first uh, snapshot of how some of these um, initial claims have played out.
0: So um, past, Guy, you uh, were you weeks. you broke up just a touch when you were talking about those healthcare numbers. Can you repeat that again, those, sure. those figures? It,
1: it, yeah, in, in healthcare and social assistance, so that wasn't a, a huge portion of our total claims, but we saw that jump from 27 the prior week to 139. Okay. During the week that ended March twenty first.
0: Okay, so, so I think what even
1: in that sector,
0: right? I mean, during the great pretty recession
1: resistance,
0: right? Sorry, uh, during the Great Recession, it sounds like we were seeing um, those unemployment numbers over a longer period of time. So as things got tougher, more and more people were out of work, getting laid off, whatever. This. Essentially, it was a blank. I mean, in a couple of days, we had a massive amount of people filing for unemployment claims.
1: Right, and that was just remember that was just the week that ended the twenty first. So during this past week, uh, there's been publicly announced, um, you know, layoffs at Shakespeare, uh, Lithium Motors, and some of those others that wouldn't even be included in in some of those. So, um, you know, this will continue to go on. Um, likely, as long as is this pandemic um, until some of those little distancing measures are allowed to be uh, pulled back in um, an undetermined amount of time.
0: Well, just this morning, you know, I'm seeing on TV uh, a couple of furniture stores that were open last week have now announced they're temporarily closing out of abundance of care. So, I mean, it is while we did see a massive amount in the beginning, I think, you know, kind of hitting your point, we're going to see more as this continues.
1: Right, and it's, there's some, a couple different scenarios that are being um, modeled um, by the folks at the Oregon Office of Economic Analysis. So I think one scenario they look at is uh, more of a V-shaped downturn where things suddenly um, um, change quickly and layoffs, but and Uh, but that really uh, depends on the the course of this disease and, and outbreak
0: exactly um as far as this unemployment this huge hit that we've just taken in the last few weeks how does that impact the economy
1: well one it puts a lot of uncertainty because people don't know i mean of course no one knows the future and employment, it certainly, you know, makes you pull back in your own spending. So then you get those secondary effects of, is we all pull back on our spending, then there's there's less business out there for the businesses that remain open. So, so then they'll start to feel the effects of, even if they weren't laid off or if their business is still allowed to be operating, just that general, um, you know, uncertainty and and, uh, worry about the future causes uh, everyone else to pull back other than uh, buying uh, the necessities just groceries and, and staples you need to survive
0: right are and there are businesses that are hiring right now what is your i guess the suggestion sure. of the oregon employment department if you have been laid off if you are um filing for unemployment? I mean, should you be going to look for a job right now ASAP?
1: Well, we do have job listings posted on our website. So if you go to employment, make sure I get it right here, Oregon.gov forward slash employ. There's information about layoffs how to file unemployment insurance and to find online postings um, and postings that are listed with as immediate need for those businesses that are trying to ramp up and uh, deliver more uh, groceries and other consumer staples and get those get those products into people's hands.
0: There are certain jobs out there that you guys are flagging on the website?
1: Correct. For employers that are looking to fill positions right away, we have those flagged in our system as immediate need. So folks can go into our website at oregon.gov forward slash employee and they job seekers can search for positions by location. And once you get into that field where you're looking for type of job, then just type in the words immediate need and those jobs that employers are trying to fill right away have been flagged by our staff so we can hopefully uh, fill those positions for employers and get a few people um, that are looking um, back to work hopefully
0: because you were saying the best thing for people to do right now i mean before you could go into the oregon employment department office and find resources there but now you're really sending everyone online because that's just how how it is right now
1: Well, we are still helping folks uh, one-on-one who don't have access to phone or computer but we're doing that by appointment only really trying to limit the amount of foot traffic that comes through our our office doors and keep those face-to-face interactions at a minimum of course at a um, Safe distance, but we're just trying to eliminate the amount of foot traffic that we're having come through our doors So uh, we're still um, offering all the assistance that we always have resume writing Assistance with interview prep, um, helping people find work, uh, but we're trying to do that uh, remotely. So by phone, by email, by Skype, uh, we're still trying to provide those services locally just with having less face to face interaction. So we're really encouraging folks to go onto our website, especially for unemployment insurance claims questions.
0: Okay. Um, And then going back to what you were saying about the Great Recession, we saw numbers get bad over a long period of time. With this current situation, we're seeing the numbers get bad kind of right before our eyes. It's pretty immediate. Did we, I guess, looking back at the Great Recession, I mean, we did come out of that. It took some time. Are economists predicting that's going to be the same thing that happens here, or is it too hard to say right now?
1: Well, it's, it's really dependent on the course of this virus, so that, that'll that really dictate when things can get back to normal. Um, you know, there's a lot of angst about, you know, if I've lost my job and my businesses is, is you know, possibly closing. Um, certainly, it is a time for worry, but, um, you know, historically... Um, we, we've always recovered I mean if you think about all the folks that are, are trapped in their homes right now nobody's been able to to leave um, nobody people have been able to cancel vacations at some point we will come out of this on the other side and there will be a lot of pent-up demand to go back to uh, living as normally as we can we you know we don't know what the the, the post covid 19 world is going to look like no one really has those answers. Amp- Um, but there certainly will be a lot of pent-up demand for people to to get back to as normal of life as they can and go back to doing what they've been doing before. So, I mean, our economy was in in fairly strong shape. If you look at our labor market, uh, in terms of our, you know, know, most people that were looking for work uh, were working. Our unemployment rate was down to around 4% before all this hit, and certainly there have been a lot of layoffs and closures, um, but, know at some point we'll make it to the other side of this
0: right I think for a lot of people that hope hanging on to that is is a nice thought but for a lot of people right now that looks really far away
1: And, and it is especially with all this uncertainty because we just don't know this is something that we haven't faced before so there's no roadmap that's gonna that's gonna really guide us out of that it's really I think it's it's our individual actions uh, that will determine the course of this um, disease and um, how quick, quickly we can uh, you know, flatten the curve and lower those transmission rates and, and hopefully um, put this behind us. Um, but it's going to be a long slog uh, to get to that point.
0: Okay. And just the way it's looking now. Right. Yeah. Just And just wrapping up also, the role of the Oregon Employment Department, what are you folks doing right now on a day-to-day basis? I mean, I know a lot of it is uh, looking at numbers and tracking claims, but as far as the business side, what I mean, what are you guys working on on a day-to-day basis?
1: Well, it's really getting as many people as we can to help process those unemployment insurance claims because, like I mentioned earlier, um, with seventy-six thousand five hundred claims filed in just one week, uh, and we were able to process twenty-two thousand eight hundred during that first week, we have really ramped up our effort to uh, move people from our workforce operations um, area over to the unemployment insurance side, uh, getting um, just double the number of people that are processing claims to get that work done as fast as possible. So I'd say agency-wide, our main focus are, is getting those unemployment insurance claims processed so folks can um uh, start receiving those benefits if they're eligible I think some uh, positive news that we haven't really uh, touched on yet is the federal legislation that was recently passed that uh, sounds like it will um, add additional money on top of the state money um, for folks that are um, lost a job uh, because of COVID layoffs and also, um, for the first time, it sounds like those benefits are going to be extended to uh, self-employed. So if you think about all those people that were forced out of work because of uh, you know, their own safety concern, but um, also state executive orders, um, those uh, manicurists, barbers, mm-hmm. hairstylists, all those folks, uh, many of those folks are independent contractors and self-employed. They may work um, within a, a physical location of a business, but there a lot of those folks technically may be independent contractors, so previously would not have been eligible for unemployment insurance. And my understanding of this federal legislation uh, that has been signed will extend those benefits to those folks that are uh, working for themselves that really did not have a safety net in terms of any sort of unemployment compensation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very early in all this, and I, I don't know how all that's gonna play out, but I know that's something that um, folks should be paying attention to um, that may just think, well, I'm am I'm a self-employed, there's there's nothing out there for me in terms of unemployment. Um, this federal legislation um, looks like it, it may offer a lifeline to those folks. So that's something um, to be, um, looking
0: forward to absolutely should we expect some businesses though could not make it out of this
1: well it's hard to say i mean a lot of businesses um you know if they were if they did not have a a lot of savings if they were just you know counting on basically uh next week's receipts to pay last week's payroll um those, those businesses are going to be uh, facing a, a, a tough haul because uh, it looks like we're going to be in this for a little while. So if they don't have those resources to be able to hang on um, and hopefully they can, um, there'll be more resources coming down the pike. I know there's um, part of this legislation was to provi- provide assistance to businesses as well. Um, you know, working through channels such as the small business administration, uh, disaster loans and things like that. Um, I would, encourage businesses to uh, go on to the website of Business Oregon. Um, they're the state's economic development agency. Uh, the Small Business Development Center's uh, websites will have information about Small Business Administration, emergency financing, and, and, and loans. And I know at the same time, um, while there are some of those programs out there, um, because of the need was so great at, at once, um, there's going to be, um, you know, some websites crashing and and delays getting some of that stuff rolling you know just right out of the gate uh, to really match that immediate need that's going to be a challenge um, you know aligning those resources um, to all the need that's out there at once
0: Mm -hmm. and in the meantime uh, for those of us who can is it important now more than ever to support our local businesses as much as we possibly can
1: well, certainly, they, they would certainly appreciate it for those ones that are that are trying to keep the doors open. I know a lot of restaurants are, are trying to uh, get by with takeout operations and bare-bones operations, um, trimming down the staff, but still trying to keep their doors open. So um, as, as much um, as, as we can do uh, to help those businesses uh, to lessen the blow of this um, – I'm sure they'd
0: certainly appreciate it. Sure. Okay. Uh, Guy Tower, thank you so much. Um, I know we had some technical difficulties this morning, so I appreciate your patience and hanging in there with us. Um, We had to switch a couple of times and then um, ultimately do the rest of the interview via phone, but um, I appreciate you being uh, being patient with us because this information is so incredibly important for all those folks out there who need to hear it.
1: Thank you so much, Trish. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, before you I let, let you go, us. yeah, before I let you go, one more time, uh, the the best website that people can go to if um, they have found their themselves uh, laid off at this point.
1: Sure, um, it's wwworegongovernor slash employ and we have a whole section there on COVID-related information. So, uh, rules changed um, re- regarding unemployment insurance claims and eligibility and you can subscribe to updates too so you don't have to constantly go back onto the website if you subscribe to those updates then as we get new information uh, those will be sent to the email that you provide to us so we can get that information um, to you uh, kind of at real time Um, but if if folks do have questions like i said uh, we do have a phone number but the wait times are quite long Um, it's 877-345 3484 but I would strongly encourage you if you have to uh, try to go online if you uh, don't have phone or don't have internet um, uh, find a way to contact one of our work source offices and we can still meet with you individually but by appointment only
0: got it okay Guy Tower local economist with the Oregon Employment Department we certainly appreciate all the work that you guys are doing um, as we track our economy during this very uncertain time. Thank you again for uh, chatting with me today.
1: Thanks for having me, Trish.